welcome to the Godly Point of View cast and today's topic is what are you waiting for? The time is now. So basically today's message is gonna be on repentance and somebody asks what is repentance? Repentance is a stage in Christian salvation where the believer turns away from sin. If we look at the parable of the wise and foolish virgins in Matthew twenty five Verses 1 to 13, it says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But whilst the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us. And you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And whilst they went out to buy the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward the virgins came also, saying, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. And you notice this uh, parable stands out in the Bible because this is very powerful. This is a, it's a very powerful message behind it. This is basically speaking to the persons that, telling them to have faith in God. And to not, not stop having faith, to have continuous faith. Because you don't know the time when the Lord is coming. It says that they, they slept and they slumbered. You know, like they, if you look at it from a world point of view, it's so sad to see it happening. And it really, it really does something to me to see it happening. You know, the time, it says no man knows neither the day nor the hour which the Son of Man is coming. We tend to live life like we have some kind of long rope. But if it wasn't true, God being such a merciful God for him, sending his son down to be crucified, to give his life for us, for our transgressions, we would already be in a very tough position. But God gave us the opportunity to have our to have free will where you can choose the path that you want to go down. You could either go down the wide path or you could go down the very narrow path, which is living a life for God. You know, the pathway for, for sin and of the world is very wide, very, very wide. 
But for Christians, our pathway is very narrow. And it's important that we we take heed to this stuff. Because you don't want to be like the the five foolish virgins that that didn't have any oil for their lamps. The oil is the faith. The lamp is the word. It's important that, that we have that faith in the word and that we believe in God. There's no use in doing works if you have no faith. There's no use in doing it. If you don't believe in God, if you don't trust in God, you don't have faith in God, who are you doing the works for? And we should be thankful and show God thanks in our obedience. If we look at Second Peter 3 and 9, it says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but it but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, that all should reach repentance. It's clear that the Lord doesn't want us to, to go to hell. He wants us all to repent. He wants all of his children to return to his kingdom. He doesn't wish for anybody to go to hell. And that's why he's such a forgiving God, that no matter what you do, he is willing to accept you back, to take you back from backsliding and all. He is willing to take you back. He is willing to forgive you. He is willing to wash you clean from all of your sins. If you look at Romans 2, verse 4, it says, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance? and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. And these two scripture verses right there is clearly saying that God does not wish for us to go to hell. He warns all of his children to return back to his kingdom. The day that the bridegroom comes, he wants everybody to return to his kingdom, everybody to go to his kingdom. He doesn't wish for anyone to go to hell. And we ought to take advantage of that and stop living for this world. There is nothing in this world for us. All of our treasures are in, hev are in heaven. All of these material things, all of these money and jewelry and cars and all of that, they are no use to us. When you leave this earth, you're not going to carry any of them behind you. You could be the richest person on this earth. But the day you die... Those riches mean nothing if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life. If you don't have him as your personal savior. If you don't believe in him and if you don't believe in the word, your life has meant nothing but sin. So it's very important that we, we are to take this very serious. That we are to give our lives to God because if we look around the world and all the things that are going on, the end is not far. It's not far at all. You can have all type of volcanoes and earthquakes. The Bible speaks to these things. Wars falling away of the churches. People being greatly deceived. 
especially with this whole vaccination stuff. That's a whole other topic, but people are being greatly deceived. All types of darkness trying to rule all over the earth, all of these different cult groups and and stuff trying to take over the earth. If you look at Proverbs 28, verse 13, it says, Whoever conceals his transgressions would not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Saying that he wants you to come to them and he wants you to tell them all of your transgressions, all of your sins. Confess them to him and ask for forgiveness. And he will have mercy upon you. I don't know why people feel as though we have so much time on this earth to play around because you can be here right now and two minutes later you could be dead. Not even two minutes, two minutes is a very long time. Five seconds from now you can be dead. And if your soul isn't right, where do you expect to go? Where do you expect to go? That is not enough, people. It is not enough. You need to get deep in the Word. You need to have your mind as a sponge in the Word as water. And, you know, you just rest that sponge in that water and let it absorb. You focus on the Word and let your mind absorb the Word. And you have full faith in God and His promises to us. And his works. And that he is who he said that he is. Accept him into your life. Fully. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. You got to be two feet in this thing. You can't have one foot in the world. And one foot in Christianity. You can't have one foot. With money. And the other foot with God. You got to choose. Bible says where your heart where your treasure is so there your heart will be also so money is your treasure then your heart is gonna be with money but if God is your treasure then your heart is gonna be with God if you look at Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 21 to 23 it says but if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that he has committed and keeps all my statuses and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him. For the righteous that he has done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure in death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his way and live? Clearly saying again that the Lord does not want us to go to hell. He does not want us to die. He wants us to have eternal life through him. He wants us to give our lives, our lives to him. He wants us to have faith in him, believe in him, trust in him. You know what it is for, to, to have any situation in life, be going through any situation in life and you could just let go and let God. 
and the situation gets dealt with? Do you know what it is to feel cleansed from all of your sins? It's an awesome feeling. It is an awesome feeling. And I can tell you from experience, it is an awesome feeling. When you could look back at your life and look at the things that you used to do, that you used to be interested in, that you no longer care about the things that used to bother you. You no longer even care about because while you're able, you had faith in God, you put all your trust in Him. You let go and let Him deal with those situations. You put your life in His hands. You give Him your heart, your soul, your mind, your body, your everything. You give it to Him. That's an awesome feeling. There's nothing on this earth that is going to give you a seat in heaven or give you a ticket to heaven. The things of this world does not matter to us. All, our, all of our treasures are in heaven. There is nothing on this earth for us. If you want to repent, you must first believe in the word of God and have faith in him. Give your life to him. You should not doubt him at all. Know that he is capable of doing all things. There's nothing that God cannot do. He is capable of doing anything. Accept him into your life. Make him your your personal savior. Put God first above anything in your life. Above yourself. Let him be the head of your life. Ask for continuous guidance and protection from him. Any decision that you make in your life, consult with him first. Or ask yourself the question, how would this look in God's eyes? You need to also confess to him all of your sins and ask for forgiveness. As we stated, you know, God doesn't want, he doesn't wish for anybody to go to hell. He wants us all in his kingdom of heaven. That's why he is so merciful to us. That's why we have so much chances in this one life to correct our wrongdoings. You know what it is for the Bible to say, before he was in your mother's womb, I knew you. And then when judgment day comes, for you to hear, depart from me, I never knew you. People may feel as though that the Bible might be contradicting itself when it, when it says that, but that's not the case. It's simply saying that before he was in your mother's womb, he knew the reason that you were going to be placed on the side for, the calling, the purpose, the gifts that you are supposed to operate in. And then you are placed on the side, you are born into the side and you decide to do otherwise. You decide to live for the world and the things of the world and the interests of the world. How, how do you want him to accept you into his kingdom? How do you expect to go to heaven if you never give your life to him? And him saying, depart from me, I never knew you. It's not that he literally never knew you, but that version that you are presenting to him he doesn't know you to be that version of you. He knows the version of you 
that was placed on this earth for you to walk into. He knew the purpose that you were placed on this, this earth to do. The calling that you were supposed to follow. The gifts that you were supposed to operate in. He knew that you. But not the you that is out here doing and indulging and having interest of these things of the world. And we shouldn't be waiting until we're next to death's bed to be trying to give our lives, our lives to God. You know what it is to live 80 years of sin, not caring about God, not wanting anything to do with God. But now that you are about to die, you're laying down in this hospital bed, you want to, after 80 years of life, you want to finally come and consult God. After 80 years of life, when you're about to die, you want to consult God then? Him who has given you the energy, the health, and the strength to carry on, to wake up each and every day. Him who put breath into your bodies, the giver of life. You had 80 long years to give your life to the Lord. And you're going to wait until laying out in that hospital bed to then consult God. How are you supposed to walk in your purpose? How are you supposed to follow your calling? When will you do that? How will you do that? Not saying he is not capable of healing you. Because he very much is. This is God we're talking about. But what if that doesn't happen? What if you have waited too late? Like we said earlier, no man knows the day nor the hour. When the Lord shall return. What are we waiting for? Why are we procrastinating? Why are we taking this thing for a joke? Why are we taking God for a joke? Why are we taking his words, his wisdom, his knowledge, the book of knowledge? Why are we taking it for a joke? Why are we out there trying to change what the Bible says? Why are we out there believing what man says over the Bible? Scientists says over the Bible. Come on, people. Some of us have this thing really mixed up. And if some of us don't repent and give our lives to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, it is going to be a very sad day for some of us. There's no such thing as the only way blood is still running through your body to keep you alive and your, your organs are functioning properly is because of him. Why is it so hard for you to give your life to him? For you to accept him into your life? For you to make him your personal savior? For you to love and cherish and honor him? For you to just accept him, for you to just accept him into your life on the whole above every single thing. For you to make him the head of your life, the head of your family, the head of your marriage, the head of your relationship. 
Why is it so hard for you to make God your foundation in life? Any foundation without God, that house will tumble. God is like the cement to the house, to the foundation. You build a house out of cement and, and brick, ain't no storm could take that down. You live by the world, the things of the world, the interests of the world. What the world thinks of you, what people think of you, instead of what God thinks about you. If you use mud to build your foundation, that is not going to last you a storm. As soon as the rain touches that, the foundation will begin to decay. We begin to wash away. Because that is not a solid foundation. Because you have a strong foundation. Because you use cement. But if you use mud, you don't need mud to build, you need cement. You don't need the world to live, you need God. To live a life without Christ, to live a life without God, is not to live life at all. But it's to live death until it comes. But to live a life with Jesus Christ, to live a life with God, is to live life eternally. Not even death can stop you from having life. Because you have eternal life. So I pray today or tonight, whatever time that you are listening to this, that you make it your business you find the time to get deep in the Bible and to give your life back to God who gives you life, who gives you strength, who gives you breath to wake up every day, who gives you the energy and the courage to be able to make it throughout these days, who pulls you out of situations even when you turn your back against them. You know what it is for you to even have your back against the Lord and he still is reaching out that hand to you. People of the world may fail us. Things of the world may fail us. But the Lord will never fail us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So I pray that whatever time you guys are listening to this podcast right now, whether it be day, night, evening, noon, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to call it. I pray that you make time, you make it your business, and you stop waiting and you stop procrastinating, and you give your life to the Lord. That you go ahead and you get saved and you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and that you begin to dig your, yourself in the Word of God, that you begin to pray that you build a strong prayer life, that you go to church and fellowship with those that are of the same interest of you, that's going to help to build you spiritually. And for those that do repent, I want you to know that there may be people, friends and family that may look at you in a different way because they was already used to the corrupted you the worldly version of you that didn't care to do what was right in God's sight but only cared to do what was right in your own sight 
and what was right in the world's sight from the worldly point of view. But you can't allow them to cause you to backslide and to cause you to fall back into sin. Because every man is going to answer for themselves when the time comes. So you don't let them drag you back into your old ways, your old doings. You don't let them drag you back into the world to do the worldly things. But you say you stay steadfast in what you're doing. You, you put your foot down and you remain a child of God. You remain focused on the things of God, the interests of God. Continue to do the things that you know God will not have a problem with you doing in His sight. If you end up backsliding, if you look at First John, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, some people end up backsliding, not saying it's okay, it's not okay. But you are still able to revive yourself from that position. If you look at First John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Revelation chapter 2 verse 5. Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. It's clearly saying to you, you know, if you backslide, it's not okay to backslide. But if you do, that doesn't mean that you must give up completely after one situation, after two occurrences, after it happened. You, know, you don't just give up. You just don't completely give up. Don't be ashamed to confess your sins to God and ask for forgiveness because that's what He wants us to do. It's better for you to confess your sins and ask for forgiveness and receive it than to do one or two things wrong in God's sight and feel as though there's no coming back and you just continue to do those things and fall right back into the way of the world. That doesn't make sense. You don't have to do that. Just confess to God and ask for forgiveness. And continue to do the works of God. Continue to have faith in Him. And you will be forgiven. He's a loving and merciful God. He wishes that none perish. He wants us all to come into His kingdom. But in order for that to happen, He gave us a free will. And we must want it for ourselves. To make it down. And not only want it. But be determined. About it. And show your determination. By having faith. And by your works. And by believing in God. Believing in his word. Believing in who he says he is. And what he will do. 
and building that strong spiritual relationship with God. Thank you all for listening to this podcast and I hope that you guys enjoyed it.